What's up, everybody? I'm David Hain. Welcome to episode 124 of the A to D from Addict to Disciple podcast. If you want to help us reach more people in more cities in more countries, please like, subscribe, follow, and share the link with your friends, or click on the support link in this episode's description. Your donation of any amount could change a life. If you'd like to get our curriculum, you can get the paperback or ebook of From Ashes to Destiny on Amazon. When we come back, we'll get into this episode entitled A Journey with Thomas Aquinas. Welcome back to episode 124 of the A to D from Addict to Disciple podcast entitled A Journey with Thomas Aquinas. The inspiration for this episode came from a group session I just held on the chapter entitled Holding On to Fear and Pain in my From Ashes to Destiny curriculum. This is not an episode just about that chapter, but actually would be a great addendum for those of you going through the curriculum. I chose Thomas Aquinas because I really studied him a lot when I was going and getting my degrees, looking at Christian theology and Aristotle's philosophy. And his work from the 1200s has influenced many teachings and many philosophers every century right up till today. And he's really viewed as the most influential thinker coming out of the medieval ages, you know, and really through the ages. So I'm going to look at five quotes from Thomas Aquinas and see how we can go on this journey together and get some good thoughts as we work on ourselves. The first one is, fear is such a powerful emotion for humans that when we allow it to take us over, it drives compassion right out of our hearts. Shaw, do you hear that? Fear is so powerful that when it really overtakes us, it drives compassion out of our hearts. So I want to ask you, what fear are you holding on to today? Does this fear feel like a boa constrictor squeezing the very breath and life out of you? Do you realize, though, that the fear you're holding on to that's squeezing you like this is actually from your past and not your current situation or a fear of the future? How can you realize that this is where the fear is coming from and release it? Not forget it. Learn from the memory of it. But don't let it take a hold of you. Don't allow it to haunt you and keep you from moving forward. So the challenge right up front is to check your fears and see if it's actually taken over you or if you've learned to process it. The second quote from Thomas Aquinas is, While injustice is the worst of sins, despair is the most dangerous. Because when you are in despair, you can neither care about yourself nor about others. Wow. You see, in the first one, compassion is driven out of us from fear. And in this quote, injustice births despair 
which results in us caring a little or not about ourselves or about others. So I want to ask you, what injustice do you believe you're the victim of? For many of you, I hear answers like unforgiveness is the big one, or loss of love or relationship, the lack of reconciliation as you're changing in recovery, but your family doesn't want to reconcile with you, or there are people still treating you like a criminal, not a hurting person who was self-medicating their pain. Is your pain of unforgiveness living proof that time does not heal all wounds? Shaw, this is getting deep. So I think the key is to begin to look at the injustice that you feel was dealt to you and to be able to process those feelings with your coach, your sponsor, your counselor, your dear friends, whatever it might be. The third quote from Thomas Aquinas is, man cannot live without joy. Therefore, when he is deprived of true spiritual joys, it is necessary that he become addicted to carnal pleasures. Whew, another deep one. Can you hear that? When we're deprived of true spiritual joys, it's necessary that we become addicted to carnal pleasures. So without joy, we seek things that are just temporary pleasures. And when despair has become your lifestyle, all joy is gone from you. So do you battle this despair every day and find yourself searching for ways to escape this despair and numb your pain? Are you clinging on to despair? And do you realize that simply by clinging on to this despair. You are depriving yourself of true joy and growth and setting yourself up to become addicted all over again to things that will just bring you temporary relief and pleasure. Wow. The fourth quote from Thomas Aquinas is, if the highest aim of a captain were to preserve his ship, he would keep it in port forever. Let me repeat that. If the highest aim of a captain were to preserve his ship, he would keep it in port forever. Is this you? Do you find yourself focusing on just self-preservation? And by doing so, you're actually paralyzing yourself in your current situation and you create a new fear of stepping out, a new fear of looking into a new life or looking forward to your future with hope. In the lack of joy, the feeling sorry for yourself, the lack of compassion for yourself or others, have you chosen to isolate yourself by staying in the harbor, in the port, preserving your ship? You find yourself talking about sailing free and starting a new life, starting over, but your port of isolation has become not just your comfort zone, but the only way you know how to preserve yourself. 
Shaw, are you finding isolation to be your comforter and not realizing that with its comfort, it also brings loneliness? Wow. Number five, friendship is the source of the greatest pleasures. And without friends, even the most agreeable pursuits become tedious. You got this. The fifth and final quote says, if you find yourself riddled with fear to the point that it's driven out your compassion, right out of your hearts, if you find yourself clinging to the feelings of being a victim of injustice or unforgiveness, that you get riddled with despair and you're losing the ability to care about yourself or others, and your life then has become devoid of all joy and you're getting addicted to temporary pleasure to try to handle that joy and in the midst of that you find things slipping away so you know your only option is self-preservation and you hole up in your harbor in your port of isolation and finding that in this isolation You're getting lonelier and lonelier because you've left your friends. You've isolated yourself from friends. And again, this fifth quote says, friendship is the source of the greatest pleasures. And without friends, even the most agreeable pursuits become tedious. So the answer to getting through all this is to find friendship, true friendship. But I know some of you say, whenever you try for friendship, you keep getting betrayed or abandoned by these new friends. So what do you look for in a friend? I'd like to give you five things as a way to close this concept. And I want to encourage you that the answer lies in stepping out and finding friends that will restore your compassion will restore your caring, eliminate your isolation, give you true pleasure. So here goes. What do you look for in a friend? First, someone who's a good listener, not an answer giver. Someone who, when you want to share, they're available, they're ready to listen, they're not interrupting you, and they are there with open ears and give you the time you need. The second, a true friend should be one who has empathy and understanding. Someone who can empathize with what you're going through, can empathize with your feelings, with your fears, with your doubts, with your concerns. And someone who understands you, not someone who's trying to fix you right away, but someone who can understand you and relate to what you're going through and respond with wisdom when you ask. Number three, it's safe for you to be real with them because they like you for who you are. So this is a big one. When you're looking for a friend, it should be someone that you feel safe with and someone that you feel you can be real with. You, you don't find yourself just saying what they want to hear but they're ready to to 
just accept you for who you are. The fourth aspect of a friend is they are positive, they're confident, and an encourager. If you're stuck with limited compassion and caring and all that, you need someone who's positive, not negative. Someone who's confident, self-confident, and that self-confidence that they possess encourages you to look for the best in yourself, not stay focused on the negatives. And the fifth and last aspect that I want to share today for a friend is that you feel good when you have spent time with them, when you've talked with them, just walked with them, or just watched a movie, or or just sat and enjoyed each other's presence. Remember, friendship isn't an event created to increase your feelings. It's just being with the person that makes you feel good. Thanks for listening to this episode of the A to D from Addict to Disciple podcast. If you would like to join an online group or get one-on-one counseling to help you in your journey from fear, despair, and isolation into finding true friendship, please message me on the link in this podcast or by email at davidfromatoday at gmail.com or go to my website www.fromatoday.org and click on the contact page. You can keep in touch with what we're doing in From A to D by following me on Instagram at David from A to D. Tune in Monday for our next episode. And as always, stay safe and stay strong.